live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. of the dossier was indicted by the FBI for lying about most of the key claims in that dossier. Do you have any reflections on your role in promoting this to the American people? Well, first of all, whoever lied to the FBI or lied to Christopher Steele should be prosecuted, mm-hmm. uh, and they are. Uh, and unlike in the Trump administration, if they're convicted, they should go to jail, not be pardoned. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Donald Trump pardoned Roger Stone for lying. He pardoned Michael Flynn for lying. If people lie to the FBI, they should go to jail. Um, But at the beginning of the Russian investigation, I said that any allegations should be investigated. We couldn't have known, for example, people were lying to Christopher Steele. So it was proper to investigate them. And let's not forget what we learned in that investigation. We learned that the Trump campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, was giving internal polling data, campaign polling data, to Russian intelligence while Russian intelligence was helping the Trump campaign. And to be clear, he was fired halfway through the campaign. Well, he may have been fired, but the the effort to get Russian help continued, and even beyond the effort to get Russian help, the president also sought to get... But you may spread Russian disinformation yourself for years by promoting this. I think that's what Republicans and what people who entrusted you as the Intel Committee Chair are so confused about your culpability in all of this. Well, I, I completely disagree with your premise. Uh, it's one thing to say allegations should be investigated, and they were. It's another to say that we should have foreseen in advance that some people were lying to Christopher Steele, which is impossible, of course, to do. But, but let's not use that as a smokescreen to somehow shield Donald Trump's culpability for inviting Russia to help him in the election, which they did, for trying to coerce Ukraine into helping him in the next election, which he did, uh, into inciting an insurrection, insurrection, which he did, Um, None of that is undercut. None of that serious misconduct is in any way diminished by the fact that people lied to Christopher Steele. No, I think just your credibility is. Well, I think the credibility of your question question, uh, is in doubt. (laughs) Look at his eyes. Look at that creepy traitor. Look at the look. Look at the evil in his eyes. The evil is starting to seep out of his body, which is in turn pushing his eyeballs directly out of his head ladies and gentlemen welcome to live from america today is november 9th year of our lord 2021 and i am your ever so humble god fearing but god loving flag waving host jeremy harrell the hip-hop patriot and we are live from the live free or die granite state of new hampshire and there's a lot going on here in new hampshire but let's break down that opening segment real quick shall we As you can see, the left is doing everything they can to do what they're best at. Pointing fingers, I didn't do it, they did it. I didn't do it, she did it. I didn't do it, he did it. I just did what I was supposed to do because I'm a good public servant. No, Adam Schiff, you are a lying, pencil-neck traitor who deserves everything you get when your time comes because of what you did. He lied, I don't know how many times, just in that few That two-minute dialogue that I just showed you. Now, what this was, was Adam Schiff on The View talking to a special guest host, which is a former Trump-era State Department official, Trump-era State Department official, who was not uh, letting him up on that. Now, I wouldn't have even even have given him that option. I wouldn't have even let him go and say, oh, he was getting help from the Russians, which he did. He was uh, then getting help from Ukraine, which he did. No, you're lying, you're lying, you're lying. So let's break this down. He says, well, of course we're going to investigate allegations to the FBI because we had to investigate to find out if they were lying. Okay, sounds good, sounds fair, and I'll give you that. But you found out at the same time that Representative Devin Nunes found out. You found out at the same time that many other people, Jim Jordan and Matt Gates and many others, you found out at the same time that all of them, all they did, that this was a lie. You found out that this was a lie 
early into the investigation. And then you found out that it traced back all the way to Barack Hussein Obama, Hillary Rodham, I'll never be President Clinton, and all of the people that were involved in spying on Donald Trump's campaign. You found out very early on and you continued to press that. That's exactly what I would have said next. I would have said, okay, fair game, but you found out and you still lied. And you pushed that lie. And then you pushed a lie that you had a uh, a whistleblower, which was never which never came to light. Come to find out the whistleblower was that little troll, uh, Vinman, Colonel Vinman, who's just a, an, an absolute disgrace and an embarrassment to the United States of America, worse than uh, General Woke Millie, White Rage Millie. You know what I mean? And he just continued to lie. He continued to try to deflect and say, "But let's not let's not uh, let's not let this overshadow what Donald Trump did." You mean what? What did he do? What did he do? He's never been found guilty of anything. If anything, he made America great again. You couldn't stand it, you little pencil neck. You couldn't stand it. Now it prompted me and reminded me about another video, or another uh, uh, statement from a great man in the history of the United States of America, Ronald Reagan. Of course, Ronald Reagan was probably one of the best presidents that this country has ever seen. Pure, loved small government, loved this country in many, many ways. And he said something a long time ago that made me think, well, you know what, I'd like to play that right after I play this video of Pencil Neck Adam Schiff. So if you'd allow me to, just real quick, let me play you the one segment from Ronald Reagan that, that came to my mind when I heard this from Adam Shifty Shift. We created government as our servant beholden to us and possessing no powers except those voluntarily granted to it by us. Now a self-anointed elite in our nation's capital would have us believe we're incapable of guiding our own destiny. They practice government by mystery, telling us it's too complex for our understanding. Believing this, they assume we might panic if we were to be told the truth about our problems. Why should we become frightened? No people who have ever lived on this earth have fought harder, paid a higher price for freedom or done more to advance the dignity of man than the living Americans, the Americans living in this land today. There isn't any problem we can't solve if government will give us the facts, tell us what needs to be done, and then get out of the way and let us have at it. Thank you for watching. Get out of the way and let us have at it. Let us have at it, Ronald Reagan said. And there are no better words than that. Uh, Ronald Reagan had wonderful words of encouragement for the American people. Wonderful words of encouragement for the patriot of this country. And he said, a few elitists in, this, in, in, in Washington, D.C. Well, that was back when there was maybe just a few, and now it's, it's an entire army, it's an entire swamp of elitists. Okay? So, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to open up with those uh, two videos today, and then I wanted to, to read one more thing before we go, go to the Lord. And this is coming from the CIA in 1981. Ladies and gentlemen, coming from the CIA in 1981, former CIA director William Casey said the following, We will know our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. Let me say that again. Former CIA director William Casey in 1981 said the following, We'll know that our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. Can anyone say... The news is fake. That's exactly where we are, ladies and gentlemen, in America right now. That's exactly where we are in America right now, and we need to do something about it. We cannot let people like Adam Schiff, Nancy Punch, Drunk Pelosi, and the rest of these American-hating, uh, corrupt politicians continue down the path of destruction for this country. And when their time comes, and it will, they will seek to see the justice that they deserve. Let's go right to the Lord, ladies and gentlemen, because if we can't fix this country on our own, there's only one place left to go, and that is back to the Lord. Because really, what we found out over the last, I don't know, couple thousand years, 6,000 years, is you can never do anything on your own in the flesh. You always need the help of God. November 9th, 2021. Jesus Calling, the evening version, reads as follows. You are, an adventurous you are on an adventurous trail with me. This is not an easy time, but it is nonetheless good. Full of blessings as well as struggles. Be open to learning all that I want to teach you as your journey through challenging terrain 
and be willing to let go of familiar comforts so you can say wholehearted yes to this adventure. And that is coming from Psalm 91:11. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And from Proverbs 16:9, which says, A man's mind plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps and makes them sure. Again, Proverbs 16, 9. Now let's go to the before you turn out the light portion, which says, Pray continually as you make decisions on this journey. I will make your steps sure. It's the only sure thing. It's the only sure thing. Men interpret the Bible differently. Men interpret the Constitution differently. But there's no mis- Uh, handling of God's word when you have a one-on-one relationship with him in your heart and in your soul. Let's all go together to the Lord's Prayer, ladies and gentlemen. Please say it out loud with your families, if you're home with your families. And if not, if you're still at work, then please say it out loud there too. Unless you're going to get in trouble, which case I would say, say it louder. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And one thing that Ronald Reagan understood, ladies and gentlemen, is that this country would never, ever, ever continue to see the freedoms that our forefathers and founding fathers of this country meant for us to see if we continue to let government grow. The problem has always been, remains today, and will always be big government. That is our goal from 2022 to 2024 and beyond is to limit big government the best way we can. And we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. But for right now, we are going to take our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Thank you for joining in tonight. God bless you. And we'll see you after this commercial break. Thank you. Now, I see that a lot of you guys are saying that we're frozen and people can't watch. Um, And there's audio only. Yeah, I get it. There's nothing I can do about it, folks. I'm sorry. Um, Everything on my end is working exactly how it's supposed to work. So I don't know another way out of it. Um, This is the kind of stuff that we're going to have to deal with once in a while. You know what I mean? So I would suggest if you can't watch the show live right now, the best thing for you to do is watch it once it gets recorded onto Real America. I mean, onto uh, Rumble, or watch it later on Real America's Voice News. I don't know what the problem is. Again, you're never going to be able to. Um, you're never going to be able to control everything when it comes to technology uh, until we get into the new studio. And I have. Um, uh, well, even then, again, it's not on my end. It's on Rumble. <laughs> so it's on Rumble's uh, It's on Rumble's end. So, yeah, I don't know. But the good thing about it is, ladies and gentlemen, is sooner or later uh, we will uh, we'll have all the digital platforms working properly and uh, the digital TV will be back up. Again, if you're just joining in this week or today, um, let me just let uh, tell you that Roku is not working today because I have pulled that until they get Fire Stick working as well. And... Um, Uh, For right now, really, we're just going to be broadcasting on Rumble, maybe till tomorrow or maybe the next day. Uh, And then, of course, you'll be able to listen to the podcast on JeremyHarrell.com or go watch Real America's Voice News later on. And you know what? It gives me me ratings anyway. So either way, you're helping the show. Um, Love the show, but the freezing is beyond annoying. Can never watch the live shows. Well... It happens actually very rarely. It doesn't happen like this, but maybe once a week, once every two weeks. Uh, yeah, some freezing does occur, but generally, as far as like freezing for everybody on Rumble, it doesn't happen as much as people um, are saying it does. You know what I mean? But I get it. People want to watch now, and it, and it really stinks that this is happening on Rumble's end. I don't know why it's happening, but again, there's other ways to watch the show if you miss it right now. And again, I apologize. Um, I do want to say a- a hello to Kelly Bruno. 
God bless you. Thank you for joining in. Knit Ratliff says, big dime freezing up, buddy. Again, nothing I can do about it, and I apologize. Corn Pop is in the building. It's good to see Corn Pop finally. Um, Kathy Cappy says, I can hear now. Well, maybe that's get, maybe it's getting better on Rumble's end. I don't know. Uh, everybody says they're listening. Well, that's good. At least they can hear the show for right now. Rumble needs to get things fixed. It's not as easy as flipping a light switch, everybody. Again, the November uh, 3rd election needs to be fixed, too, but you've seen how long that takes. And again, you just got to have a little bit of patience with these places. Sometimes it's not their fault. Sometimes it's server issues. Who knows? But just have patience and pray to God, and, and, and maybe this will all work out. You know, pray that this uh, the, this feed starts working out, and I'm sure it'll it'll come back into it sooner or later. When it does this, it always does uh, click back in within about 15 or 20 minutes. So God bless you guys, and I, and I apologize once again. Um, Terry says, at least I can hear you. Uh, Dale says, no sound, no nothing, too bad. We'll have to watch later. And again, Dale, uh, I apologize. <laughs> I do. All right, let's get back to the show. Let's get to the first and foremost section um, because we're going we're gonna to plow right through this today because there's a lot of information to go through. So if you can hear it, at least you can hear it. And um, who knows, maybe Rumble will come back into it. Thanks for sticking with us through the commercial break, uh, ladies and gentlemen. If you're watching on uh, Real America's Voice News, um, of course, you if you have Pluto, it's channel 240. Um, if you have Samsung TV, it's channel 1029. You can watch also watch on Android TV, Apple TV, select TV and cable stations around the country, including uh, digital TV like Roku and Fire Stick as well. All right, folks, first and foremost... Here, November 9th, year of our Lord, 2021, Biden's 100-employee scare tactic was just that. And even if for some reason the Supreme Court ends up ruling, because you know this is going to go to the Supreme Court regardless of if it's challenged on the, uh, uh, the, the side of you cannot force mandates on people like this, or whether it's challenged um, on the other side that's saying you can force mandates and they challenge the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, whichever way this goes, it's going to the Supreme Court, folks, no matter what. But that doesn't mean anything doesn't mean anything in 2021 because we all know that the Supreme Court does not rule by the Constitution. They rule by their own agendas. We've seen it time and time again, especially with that corrupt pedophile John Edwards in the office of uh, or in the seat of the Supreme Court. And I'm just going to call it how it is, folks. I'm just going to call it how it is. Uh, there's a lot of allegations out there where there's a lot of proof against these people, including Joe Biden, and none of them answer it. None of them talk about it, and they just say, oh, it's tinfoil hat stuff. But yet there's more and more proof out there that these people did bad things to little kids. And a matter of fact, there's video proof of Joe Biden doing it constantly. But uh, hey, who am I to say anything, right? Anyway, long story short, folks, they make judgments based on their feelings and their agendas, not on the Constitution anyway. So just simply... Don't comply. If they continue to push their federal uh, uh, dictator authoritarian ways upon you as a state, I'm talking to governors, just don't comply. And the reason why I say that is look at what they did to Donald Trump through his four years. Look at the illegal sanctuary states. Look at the illegal sanctuary cities in those states that those governors protected. They wouldn't let Donald Trump come in and exercise the rule of law. They wouldn't let Donald Trump come in and remove these people even though they were illegally occupying soil here in the United States of America. They wouldn't allow him to send in the National Guard or any troops to stop the burning of, of buildings and the destruction of towns and cities and the murder of people um, by the hands of Antifa and Black Lives Matter, which are completely controlled by the left, which are completely funded by the left through Act Blue. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, we're living in a world right now where the Supreme Court literally isn't really the law of the land anymore, whatever they, whatever they decide. When it, their judgment, ladies and gentlemen, really means nothing anymore. It really doesn't. And it's sad that we live in that way. It's sad that we don't get back to what I was showing in the beginning of this video, or beginning of the show, which was Ronald Reagan talking about small government. We need to get government out of the way and let the people make the choices. On, outside of that, the government thinks we're too stupid to handle anything. The government is, if we're talking about the government as a person, we keep saying the government thinks, the government does, the government shows. If we continue to talk about the government as, an as, 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 as a person like we are, then it's already too big. 
It's already too big. The federal government should not be that big to where we're talking about what the federal government does and doesn't allow us as free men and women to do under God. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so I am so sick and tired. We need to get back to basics. We need to get back to basics so badly, and we're going to break that down. But long story short, folks, don't let any of these... Uh, don't let any of the any of these authoritarians in the Biden administration nor the Supreme Court tell you what to do as a state. You are a sovereign state. You do what's right for your people, just like um, Ron DeSantis is doing in his state. Because it's come down to this, folks. It's come down to this. They don't play by the same rules as we play. They play by a completely different set of rules as we play. And their set of rules have no accountability. Their set of rules have nothing, no... Um, no consequences for their actions, yet ours do. So we're not playing a fair game here, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not saying we need to stoop as low as them on everything, but if we're going to play a game to win, then we need to be playing on the same rules. Now, it is getting so bad, ladies and gentlemen, that the White House is telling you to ignore a federal uh, circuit court of appeals. They're telling you to ignore... A ruling by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, which are federal judges, and you have the executive branch telling you to ignore the judicial branch and do it anyway. And the reason why they're telling you to do that as, a, as an employer is because they're scared, they know their mandate is unconstitutional, and they want as many people to take this shot as possible. So it's scare tactics. It's bully tactics. And you want to know how bad it is? It's really bad when you have Democrat governors also deflecting from the narrative, which is what is happening in the state of Kansas, ladies and gentlemen. Let me read this to you. Governor Lori, or Laura Kelly, governor of uh, Kansas, uh, made a statement addressing the new federal vaccine mandate. And this is, uh, I'm quoting her, this is what she says. Yesterday, I reviewed the new vaccine mandate from the Biden administration. While I appreciate the intention to keep people safe, a goal I share I don't believe this directive is the correct or the most effective solution for Kansas. Uh, states have been leading the fight against COVID-19 from the start of the pandemic. It is too late to impose a federal standard now that we have already developed systems and strategies that are tailored for our specific needs. I will seek a resolution that continues to recognize the uniqueness of our state and builds on our ongoing efforts to combat a once-in-a-century crisis. Again, that is Governor Laura Kelly from the great state of Kansas. You guys, I understand she's a Democrat, but at this moment, in this time, you should be applauding her for deflecting from the narrative, which is not rooted in science, which is not rooted in even common sense, and has really does not further... Um, Further our efforts to get rid of this uh, Wuhan virus in any way, shape, or form. And as a matter of fact, look at California right now. Look at California compared to Florida, percentage-wise. They have double the cases, double the hospitaliza hospitalizations, and double the deaths, if people are really dying from COVID, as Florida. But yet, they're completely masked up locked down tight as you could think and uh, are continuing to push the most harshest COVID mandates in the country right now. But yet they're seeing on a percentage basis double what Florida is seeing. So somebody's doing something right and somebody's doing something wrong. And I'll give you uh, the opportunity to use your common sense to find out which one of those two states are doing the right thing and which one is doing the wrong thing. Hell, the one that's doing the wrong thing doesn't even have a governor right now. That governor's MIA. Where's Waldo? Where's Newsom? Ever since he got his third shot, ever since he got that booster shot, ladies and gentlemen, you haven't heard a word. You haven't heard a peep. Here, yet Ron DeSantis is out there killing it. God bless Ron DeSantis and God bless the uh, great state of Florida. But listen, folks, we need to get back. Uh, we need to get back to the new play. A uh, new playbook. We need to get back to basics with a new playbook. And really, the new playbook is an old playbook. Just get back to basics. Follow the Constitution as written. Okay? Follow the Constitution as written. And anything outside of that doesn't matter. Anything that goes against the Constitution or goes against your fundamental rights given to you by God, protected by the Constitution, isn't real. It's fake. It's the Matrix. It's phony. 
Don't pay no attention to it. Move on and enjoy your life. This will all end soon. I promise you. It will all end soon. And hopefully, we haven't sustained enough damage as a country and as, as individual families to come back out of it. I don't think we will. I think that America is resilient. I think that America is strong. And as long as we continue to go back to this, the United States Constitution, when we take back all the power in 2022 and leading into 2024, we can make some serious change, some change that will take forever to undo. And that's really just getting back to basics, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I want to give the Dum Dum Award of the day. But before I give the Dum Dum, I want to read to you who it is and why I'm giving it to them. So, the, uh, the CEO of Pfizer, he is now saying, ladies and gentlemen, this is incredible. The CEO of Pfizer is saying that he is being regularly briefed by the FBI and regularly briefed by the CIA on attempts to target Pfizer and the Pfizer vaccine as being non-effective or doesn't work. Think about what I just said. The FBI and the CIA are briefing the CEO of Pfizer on any attempts from dark companies. Not on the dark web, just companies doing dark things, dark companies trying to... Um, trying to downplay the effectiveness or to say that the vaccine doesn't work at all. I think that's a little odd, don't you? But anyway, the CEO of Pfizer came out and talked about that briefly, and he said this. He said, I am briefed regularly by the FBI and the CIA about people in dark organizations trying to target and take down Pfizer and the vaccine. And really, the dark organization is them. You are the dark organization. Why are we pretending, again, this is Democrats and people that are aligned with these globalists doing one thing and pointing the finger at somebody else. They're calling us the, uh, the selfish ones. They're calling us the murderers. They're calling us the criminals. And they're calling us the dark organization. When really, ladies and gentlemen, it's the company itself. It's Pfizer itself. They've done some of the most disgusting things in the world. But anyway, in this interview where he said that the FBI and the CIA are regular, br regularly briefing him, he also says that um, all of the companies and individuals out there that are spreading any misinformation about the vaccine is a criminal and should be criminally responsible for the lives of millions. Can you believe this? Pfizer, who's responsible for... I don't know how many disgusting human trials were left people paralyzed, left people destroyed for for the rest of their life, or killed by whatever drug that they've experimented with uh, on them. And you got this guy coming out saying, you're a criminal if you have anything negative to say about Pfizer. If you spread misinformation, basically anything against their narrative. Like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, in the mind of the CEO of Pfizer, would be a criminal. Aaron Rodgers, in the mind of the CEO of Pfizer, would be a criminal. Myself, Jeremy Harrell, would be a C would be a criminal, and I am responsible for all of these millions of lives that have been lost. Apparently, that's what the CEO of Pfizer says. So when you have Big Pharma saying who's a criminal and who's not a criminal, and that same Big Pharma CEO is getting regularly briefed by the corrupt FBI and by the corrupt CIA, ladies and gentlemen, you know that you are in for a world of hurt. You know that you're in for a world of hurt, folks. That would be the CEO of Pfizer calling you a criminal for spreading misinformation would be the equivalent of Jeffrey Dahmer calling you a cannibal. That's how outrageous that is. That's the equivalent. Jeffrey Dahmer call you a cannibal. You'd laugh in his face. There's no difference in the CEO of Pfizer calling you a criminal and that you're criminally responsible for the lives of millions. You watch. This is the next thing they're going to come around and try to get you on. Maybe the FBI might even show up at your door over COVID misinformation like they did mine about January 6th, even knowing that I was never in the building. It's all intimidation, folks, and authoritarian dictatorship. It's what it all comes down to. Anyway, we're going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. I appreciate you sticking around, fill your coffees, and we'll be right back right after this. 
Uh, Nurse1986 says, I'll say it over and over and over again. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Biden stinks, says Pfizer is corrupt. Um, I, I'm glad you guys that are still here that are listening. I know that you can't see the video. Again, I apologize for that. I don't know what the problem is. Um, everything on my end is perfectly fine. So um, we'll work on that, folks. We'll work on ways to make sure. I, I, I will reach out to Rumble and ask them what is happening uh, with the freezing and why it happens to, uh, once in a while. Rumble video keeps freezing and then going out of audio seems to work for a while. Uh, Biden stinks says it's climate change. <laughs> this is a bad show as far as the technology. Freezing bad. Worst it's been for me ever. Oh, I don't know how many times I have to say it, folks. It's just a freezing video. Okay? Uh, we all know it's freezing. There's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing Rumble can do about it. There's nothing anybody can do about it right now. So the best thing is to listen if you can. And if you can't, just go back and watch the show after it is, um, after it's completely uploaded with Rumble. It, it'll, it'll come out fine. And if it doesn't, it will be on Real America's Voice at 10 p.m. I wish I could do something about it, but I can't. So I thank all of you who stay in there. Newsom was live today, unfortunately, at the Economic Forum or whatever. His face wasn't droopy. Okay, well, there you go. I, I reported earlier that they said he was going to come out today. And I was wondering in what capacity that he was going to be out. Um... But thank you for letting me know. I can't go to work tomorrow. I have climate change disease, says Kelly. <laughs> uh, Bargain Queen says, Barb, lucky. Can, some can hear. Others are just constantly freezing. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I've, I've refreshed it a couple times myself. Let me just see here. Internet corruption. Yeah, it probably is. Who knows? It's probably somebody trying to take us down. But anyway, folks, again, we'll, we'll make sure that, uh, you know, getting into the new studio, that we'll have so many outlets to watch this on uh, that this won't happen again. And, and, and I, I urge you, uh, in the meantime, to make sure you have the Roku or at least uh, the Fire Stick app. If you can have a Fire I don't know if Fire Stick has an app or not, but I know Roku does. And um, Roku's been a pretty good place for us. I'm just working out with them right now over some, uh, you know, they need to fix the what I'm paying for. And they need to give me more platforms in which people can watch, which is what I've paid for from the beginning and never got. So, okay, let's come back from break real quick, and let's go ahead and give that Dumb Dumb Award that we never gave. And welcome back to Live from America. I am Jeremy Harrell. Thank you for watching here on Real America's Voice News. We forgot to do it before the commercial break. We have a Dumb Dumb to give away, so let's go ahead and do that now. That dum-dum is going to go to the CEO of Pfizer. Like I said, him calling you a criminal for spreading misinformation about his vaccine and calling you a criminal, criminally responsible for the deaths of millions is like Jeffrey Dahmer calling you a cannibal. All right, now I want to read to you a little bit about some military religious exemptions real quick. This is not going to make you happy, but it was sent to me today, so I figured that I better read it to you guys. Um as soon as possible what's going on right now with the military is that only a small percentage of the military is actually getting uh, approved for the religious exemptions unfortunately it isn't christians and i knew this was going to happen when they as soon as they said that they were going to allow religious exemptions i knew that it was for uh, for for Islam and, and and Islam only. But here's some interesting facts that were sent to me this morning. Military service members are not allowed to go to a freestanding lab and have COVID antibody testing. If they do, they can be court-martialed. So again, this is the Pentagon wanting to keep everything as close to them as possible so that they can control everything. Okay, so military service members are not allowed to go to a freestanding lab and have COVID antibody testing. If they do, they can be court-martialed. Yet, they are forcing them to take a vaccine regardless of their past infectious infection status. Uh, my son tried to get his antibodies tested and was denied at multiple labs and the Red Cross because he is active duty. Um, of all the hundreds of religious exemptions filed in the Marine Corps, Camp Lejeune, only eight were approved. All eight exemptions that were approved were Muslim. Are you seeing what's going on here? This is a direct attack on, attack on Christianity, and it's sickening. I knew this was going to happen. I knew when they said, oh, 
there will be religious exemptions. I knew it was not going to work out for Christians. I knew the only reason they were putting that language in there as far as religious exemptions was going to be to cater to Islam. And I have not seen one. I've not heard of one. There may be, but I've not heard of one Christian religious exemption being honored in the military. If you have a story where you have a religious exemption and your religion or your faith is Christianity, please let me know. Email me at jeremy at jeremyherald.com or send me a message on um, social media somewhere, Telegram or, or Getter. And let me know if, uh, if, you've, if that's actually happening with you or somebody that you know. Because again, the only people that I'm seeing have a, have a faith of Islam. So, knew that was going to happen and here we are. Anyway, let's move on. It's always nice to be vindicated, right? I'm sure President Trump, every time he's vindicated, just puts up a crooked smile and moves on to the next one. It's always nice to be vindicated and hindsight is always 2020. But when most of us were banned for life or suspended on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube for disputing COVID deaths over the last two years, we were right, ladies and gentlemen. We were right. And I hope and pray that President Trump's class action lawsuit actually bankrupts every one of those tech companies that I just talked about uh, for all of their corruption. Let me move to what I'm talking about. The uh, Italy has just came out with their new COVID numbers, ladies and gentlemen. Italy, Italy reports only 4,000 deaths were actually caused over the last couple of years by COVID, only proving that we were right again when we posted for the last two years that only 6% of COVID deaths in the United States were from COVID itself. The Italian Higher Institute of Health has drastically reduced the country's official COVID death toll number by over 97% after changing the definition of a fatality to somebody who died from COVID rather than with COVID. The Italian newspaper Tempo reports that the institute has revised downward the number of people who have died from COVID rather than with COVID from 130,000 to under 4,000. That's right, folks. Turns out that 97.1% of deaths uh, attributed to COVID were not due directly to COVID. Of the one of the 130,468 deaths in Italy registered as official COVID deaths since the start of the pandemic, it turns out that only 3,783 are directly attributable to the virus alone. Quote, all of the other Italians who lost their lives had from between one and five pre-existing diseases. Of those aged over 67 who died, 7% had more than three comorbidities and 18% had at least two, writes Young. He also said, quote, according to the Institute, 65.8% of Italians who died after being infected with COVID were ill with um, arterial hypertension, high blood pressure, 23.5% had dementia, 29.3% had diabetes, and 24.8% um, had a trial fibrillation. Excuse me. Add to that, 17.4% had lung problems, 16.3% had cancer in the last five years, and 157 suffered from previous heart failures. This is exactly what was reported by me and many other people last summer, uh, that only 6% of COVID deaths were related to COVID only. Now, that does not mean, ladies and gentlemen, again, that does not mean that these people would have died if they did not catch COVID. They probably would not have died. However, if they would have caught the flu or any other really bad viral infection while having these pre-existing conditions, chances are they probably would have passed away. So you can only attribute less than 4,000 deaths from over 130,000 in the country of Italy uh, to COVID itself. And again, these numbers have been skewed all over the country from the beginning by the CDC, by the WHO, by all these health institutions all over the world. And it's funny because people on the left will say, it's weird that you'll listen to Joe Rogan or you'll listen to Aaron Rodgers, but you won't listen to health officials and physicians and and skilled people who've been doing this their entire lives. Yeah, because they're corrupt. It's a very simple answer. They're corrupt. 
If you can if you can look at Tony Fauci and actually tell yourself that that man isn't corrupt and that he hasn't flip-flopped and caused the millions of lives that have died, not us, but Tony Fauci, well then you have not then you've been living under a rock and you have not been paying attention, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? These people have flip-flopped more than anybody in the, that I've ever seen in my life, the as far as Fauci and the rest of these um, health professionals, they flip flop, they've lied, they've moved goalposts, they've said things are okay when they're not okay. They said don't wear a mask if you're double vaccinated, you can just enjoy life, and all of a sudden people started getting hospitalized again. There's a lot to this that we'll never find out, at least in the, in, in the present. We'll find out years from now what really went on, but I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you what's really going on is not what they're telling us that's really going on. And I'm not just saying that because I don't trust big government. I'm saying that because of the facts that I've reported to you over the last two years from these people that are constantly changing. There is no solid... Isn't it, isn't it funny that all these people are the professionals? They're the health professionals, right? They're not only the health professionals, they're the virologists, they're the pharmacists, they're the physicians, but yet they're constantly wrong. And these are the people that we, entr- that we entrust our lives with? How are you going to do that? How are you going to trust your life with somebody who's constantly proven to be wrong when it comes to the very thing that they're supposed to be experts at? Again, just use that little old friend of yours, common sense, and then make your own decisions for your own life. Okay? And in other vindication news, we spoke of President Trump constantly being vindicated. He was also vindicated once again, ladies and gentlemen, late yesterday. Um, The Trump campaign secured yet another victory against the crybaby Democrats as a Washington, D.C. superior judge dismissed a large portion of the lawsuit brought by D.C. Attorney General uh, over President Trump's 2017 presidential inaugural committee. The lawsuit is claiming that President Trump misused and wasted a million dollars of campaign funds to have an inaugural celebration and rent out um, the ballroom at Trump's D.C. hotel. First of all, they tried to say that he was abusing you know, campaign funds uh, by, by funneling the money back into uh, himself. And that's not, it's not what he did. Look, the Trump, the Trump hotel is a business. And if somebody isn't, if somebody's renting that ballroom out, then they have to pay money. And President Trump is no different. If you want the business to be up on the up and up, and you, and, and you want to say that I'm not abusing my power by just uh, using my hotel as a, as a place to do things, I'm actually paying for it like any paying customer would. This is what the Attorney General in D.C. tried to do. They tried to bring these charges up on Trump and say that he wasted one million dollars of campaign funds by renting out the ballroom in his own hotel in dc isn't that odd that a democrat which is what this attorney general in dc is isn't that odd that a democrat is the one that's crying about wasting money hmm a democrat who has no problem taking all of your money your children's money your grandchildren's money and your great great grandchildren's money they have no problem wasting it on the most stupid things on planet earth you know, like to kill babies, but they're worried about President Trump wasting $1 million of his campaign fund fund uh, to rent out a ballroom for his 2020, 2017 inaugural committee uh, event. Either way, long story short, the judge said, nope, this is, rega- this is ridiculous. This is garbage like everything else you put in front of me and dismissed it. So another big win for President Trump, another big win for all of us. And of course, in turn, another big win for the United States of America. Take a break here on Real America's Voice News. Come back with more here from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire right after this. Stay tuned and thank you very much. Cooper98 says, I love that little thing called common sense. I know, isn't it funny? <laughs> uh, wow, have sound. Dog and monkey abuser rat face says Jatfish51. Uh, you are correct. It's not even funny. I don't know why I laughed at that, but you are correct. Tracy, I think it's Rumble. I hardly ever have problems freezing. Jeremy said everything on his end is fine. Yes, it is. Again, I'm looking at my all of my equipment right now. Everything is running solid. There's no break in anything, so it looks like everything is on the on the Rumble's end. And again, I apologize. Um, Laluni said he's sitting with his mouth wide open. No sound. Linda heard nothing on Sex Coalition. I wonder what that meant. I think somebody at Rumble is doing this. I doubt that very highly. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I very much doubt that very highly. 
Um, but, uh, but, you know, who knows? I've been wrong many, many times when it comes to this stuff. Um, fake news. Turn off CNN. Says bad new bad moon zero zero one. And oh, by the way, for all of you who did not catch this morning's show, I did announce that I am running next year for. Uh, I'm going to start actually in January, but I'm going to start running for state representative here in the state of New Hampshire, and I'm going to work things from a local state level, and then maybe, just maybe, work my way up to being United States um, Congress. But right now, i uh, just going to start at the state level because there's a lot that needs to be done here, especially with the rhinos that we have in New Hampshire. And um, so I'm going to work at that for the next, you know, 12 months until that election. <laughs> Most of the cable companies are left-wing. Maybe they're messing with our Internet. Maybe. How about the money wasted for the BLM? Yeah, exactly. Crap that was painted on the street. Again, when you have leftists crying about wasted money it's about it's it's about the dumbest argument you could ever have with somebody and that's just how they are they're completely stupid um and that's why we need to really look i'm going to start we're going to start doing uh once a week we're going to have a special show outside of the live from america um where we do a constitution class we're going to do a constitutional class once a week or once every couple of weeks. Whenever I can get a constitutional uh, expert or attorney in, we're going to do a, um, a special. And we're going to go through this constitution and we're all going to learn it. Because every single one of us, including myself, could, uh, could stand a, uh, to have a refresher course in the constitution. Okay? All right. Thank you for sticking around on Real America's Voice News here from the Live Free or Die State. Look, ladies and gentlemen, if you did not watch this morning's show on JeremyHerald.com or Rumble or anywhere else or listen to it on iHeartRadio, I did announce that I am going to officially be running for a state representative here in the state of New Hampshire for next year's election. There's a lot that needs to be done here. And uh, I'm going to roll my sleeves up and get back involved. I ran for county commissioner a few years back, got 40% of the vote for the first time entering politics against a 12-year incumbent. And I learned a lot while doing that, traveled around a lot with uh, the Republican Party here in, in New Hampshire. And I think it's time to really roll my sleeves up and get back to work. If I'm going to sit here and preach what everybody should be doing in their states, then I better practice what I preach. And I'll continue to still do Live from America as well. All right, let's get back to it. When Republicans take over all three branches of government, starting in 2022, which we will, there will be more real patriotic Americans in this Republican Party than have been for decades, ladies and gentlemen. And there will be far less rhinos occupying these elected seats. So just know that this new Republican Party that's about to take over, there will always be a few slackers in there. There'll always be a few heldovers, leftovers, and, and crybaby rhinos. But we're going we're gonna to get rid of as many as we can. So next year, you're going to see more real patriotic Americans in this Republican Party than you've ever seen probably in your entire lifetime. And that's a good thing. So once we take back power starting in 2022, we need to use it as a real opportunity, folks, to fix this government and finally give power back to the people. And there's a few ways that we can do that, okay? Number one, we need to do term limits. If we get, uh, and we could have never done this with rhinos, but if we get a supermajority, and I'm talking a supermajority, we need to use that supermajority as an opportunity to actually put in term limits. Now, I know people like Mitch McConnell, people like Lindsey Graham, they're never going to want term limits. But if we do end up getting a complete red wave supermajority and we do have brand new, young, patriotic Americans occupying those elected seats in the Republican Party and we can truly switch from the GOP to the GNP and we have the White House with President Trump there, I promise you that we can get this done. We can get this done. Term limits need to be a thing of, of, of reality. I know people go, it'll never happen, but it can happen with a supermajority. So that is the first way we give power back to the people and fix this country. Okay? Number two, break up big tech, just like we did Microsoft in the 90s. Now, there's a five-step plan to do that, and I'm going to read you the five-step plan now. Thank you um, to Blake Masters, who was on... Uh, the war room with Steve Bannon and laying this out. The five-step pr process in which we break up big tech. Number one, and this is again, once we get super majority and once we have this red wave, take away the section 230 immunity. That's the first thing that we need to do. 
Okay, that is corporate welfare for big tech. We need to get rid of Section 230. Number two, make Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube common carriers. The phone company can't kick you off for having conservative conversation, at least yet. Number three, Google and Facebook should be broken up, just like Microsoft was in the 90s, folks. No reason that they should have Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram so they can suck up all of your data. Number four, we need comprehensive data privacy legislation. You own your own data, not giant international companies, period. And number five, Google can change elections via their search engine. That is enemy number one when it comes to election integrity. Look at all of the money that Mark Zuckerberg and, 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 and flooded into the streets for drop boxes and all of this other election um, fraud, fraudulent activities. And then look at what Google did with their search engine and hiding things and putting things to the forefront and hiding other things. This is a key thing that we need to do is break up these big tech companies. And President Trump is already way ahead of us on that with number one. <laughs> his lawsuit, his class action lawsuit, and number two, his um, his business venture with TMTG and taking over big tech, taking over streaming, and taking over news when it comes to real news. So there's a lot of things that we can do here, ladies and gentlemen. But num we 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 cannot we cannot allow these people to continue to run this country into the ground. And there are ways we can get out of this. There are, and you and and you've seen that we can win elections by looking at Virginia. We can win these elections coming up in 2022. We have the blueprint, and we need to continue to fight what happened in 2020 to ensure that that blueprint will continue to work throughout the midterms and then going into 2024. That is if we don't get a decertification before that. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, here is my addition to things that we need to fix. We need to stop 100%, folks. We need to stop putting up the results of county by county on election night. That needs to stop. We need to stop putting up, oh, this county is reporting 100% in. This county is reporting 100% in. That needs to stop. We need to have checks and balances and people in place that make sure that the results of a state's election cannot be revealed until every vote is in. And there should be no votes coming in after midnight. Midnight is the cutoff date, or the cutoff time to announce what the election, uh, who the who won the election or who lost in that state. That means counting needs to stop way before that. We need to make sure, state by state, that these laws are enacted. This has to happen because you cannot have Democrats watching these counties come in and saying, okay, let's just pluck from that county. Let's pluck from that county. How many do we need to over, what do we need? We need 500,000 votes. Okay, let's go fi 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 find 500,000 votes. Look, if you don't let them or anybody else see the results until the results are all in and counted, that will also lessen the chances of their cheating. Okay? I know it sounds drastic. I know it sounds radical, but it's common sense. And I think we need a little injection of common sense and a little less injection of COVID vaccines that don't do anything but weaken your immune system. Amen? Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Um, who agrees with me on that? I'd like to see that in the comment section. Who actually agrees with me on that? And Barack Hussein Obama, ladies and gentlemen, is big mad. <laughs> yep, yep. Barack Hussein Obama is big mad. And he's and, and uh, uh, every time Barack Hussein Obama is mad, it puts a little bit of a smile on my face, you know, since he's a non-American-born communist fraud. But anyway, he's mad at former White House doctor Ronnie Jackson, who he used to have a very good relationship with. Because Ronnie Jackson went on a, on a podcast recently and claimed that Joe Biden is unable, unable mentally to perform the jobs and the duties of the President of the United States, adding that he is clearly, quote, senile. Well, I agree with you, Ronnie Jackson, that he's clearly senile. I agree with you, Ronnie Jackson, that he is unable mentally to perform the jobs and the duties of the President of the United States. But I would also add to your diagnosis of senile that he's uh, perverted, uh, that he's a compulsive liar, that he's a proven thief of other people's speeches and their words, you know, plagiarism, and an election thief, and a pedophile, and a traitor. Those are the other words that I would add to your diagnosis of senile. But Barack Hussein Obama was very mad at that. And as a matter of fact, he sent a letter to Ronnie Jackson, a very scathing letter, basically saying, how could you do this? You're completely wrong in your assessment. Joe Biden is fine. 
Here we have Barack Hussein Obama, who's really running the show with Susan Rice. All bent out of shape and big mad because Ronnie Jackson actually said what we all already knew. Ain't that something? Ronnie Jackson said what we all already knew. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, cue those drums real quick because we need to give a Smarty Award. So let's go ahead and do that. Ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the day is going to go to Dr. Ronnie Jackson, former White House doctor and former friend, apparently, of Barack Hussein Obama. I don't know how many beers they're going to be having moving forward, but I know it's going to be a lot because Ronnie Jackson came out against the the, 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 the former president of the United States of America. And me and Michelle don't think that's nice. Me and Michelle don't think that's too kind. And Donald Trump is a, is a racist and orange man bad. <laughs> anyway, we're going to take one more break here on Live from America. We will be back. And we're going to talk a little bit about Kyle Rittenhouse after the break. Stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> she says, well, duh. Katie says, well, duh. Obama's third term, says Mystic Soul. I still think they gave us Virginia. Look at New York. Well, see, I think that's the opposite. I think the actual opposite of that. I think they did not give us Virginia. We actually won Virginia. And I think that uh, Chia Torelli uh, was not... A, was not um, prepared and the rnc did not do what they did in virginia for chia torelli in new jersey and nobody was prepared like they were in virginia so i don't believe they gave us virginia i believe we took virginia and i believe they're pretty pretty pissed off about that which is why you see the the left melting down on every single left-wing media outlet lately about what happened in virginia a white man faced another white man but apparently one white man is racist and the other white man isn't i don't know weird but they didn't give us Virginia. Trust me. That that strategy of Virginia was put into place weeks, months, to be honest with you, prior to the election day. And I found out two, two and a half weeks prior to election day what that blueprint was while I was at the action, action, action rally. And it was it was phenomenal. It was boots on the ground. It was making sure that the poll, posi- the poll stations were completely occupied up to 100%. I think they were just shy of 100% on election day. Um, and there's eyes and ears everywhere, and they couldn't do it. They could not overcome the amount. If they could have, they would have. Trust me. If they could have, they would have. The problem with New Jersey is you had a weak candidate with a weak lawyer who didn't know what he was doing and didn't have the, the RNC there because they don't know what they're doing. And... Now you're stuck with Murphy. That's what I truly believe anyway. Um, But anyway, let's come back and talk about Kyle Rittenhouse real quick. (sighs) Thank you very much for sticking around tonight here on Real America's Voice News and and every night watching Live from America. Look, um, I wouldn't be surprised if the judge in the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, trial just dismisses the whole thing. Literally, I would not be surprised if he dismisses the whole thing. He's already had to talk about uh, jur- jury. Uh, the jury is already being doxxed. The members of the jury are already being recorded by Antifa and BLM. They're already being doxxed. It would be best if this judge just did what clearly needs to be done here, especially after that dr- just horrific uh, presentation by the prosecution, which literally looked like a presentation by the defense but the prosecution rested today after a complete debacle of trying to make it look like kyle rittenhouse was a murderer and the defense started now there's a new video out that shows we already know by the testimony yesterday that kyle rittenhouse defended himself uh by by what did he say vaporizing that guy's arm that antifa member's arm okay he admitted it in court in testimony that's already done. Now let's go to the person that Kyle Rittenhouse killed. Let me show you the video footage um, where Kyle Rittenhouse is, it's clear on this new video footage that he was running from this individual. And this individual who ended up getting killed, his name was Joseph Rosenbaum, actually chased Kyle Rittenhouse down and then reached for his weapon before Kyle Rittenhouse exercised his right to protect himself. Check out this video. Clear as it is clear as day, folks. Come on. Well, yeah, of course it doesn't want to play. Technical difficulties as usual uh, here on Live from America. Well, for whatever reason, I cannot get this video 
to play. So let me just show. Let me just tell you that in the video, it clearly shows Kyle Rittenhouse running across the parking lot. It clearly shows um, Joseph Rosenbaum chasing after him. It shows Kyle Rittenhouse doing warning shots, trying to get him away. It doesn't work. Finally, he closes in on Kyle, reaches for his barrel of his gun before Kyle Rittenhouse actually uh, exercises his right to defend himself and ends up ultimately shooting and killing uh, his attacker. And I'm, I was just trying to see if I could pull this up one last time, and it doesn't look like it's going to happen. So I will save that for tomorrow's show. Most likely you'll have already seen it by then anyway. So, folks, that is going to do it for Live from America today. Thank you for sticking with me. Let's continue to pray for Kyle. Let's continue to pray for the innocent people of this world. Let's also continue to pray for the left that so evilly wants to take us out every single day. And remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you. Have a great night, and we'll see you tomorrow for more Live from America at 11 a.m. Have a great night. See you later.